Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the People's Silent Speaker Podcast. I'm so glad that you could join us and that you could be able to uh, listen to our podcast today. So, first off, we're going to start with a uh, video. And, I mean, really, you just need to hear the sound for this. I mean, the video kind of only emphasizes it. So, we're going to get right into that. Let me show you it right here. It's from Florida at a school. My school had a watch out today. Because of the don't say gay bill in XL, and this is how it went. The news is here. Alright, right here. They're they're holding up signs if you can't can't I uh, see the video. They're holding up signs it's like born this or uh, say gay, we say gay, trans rights are human rights. There's a lot of stuff that's like trans rights are human rights and there's all these there's this phone number that they keep putting up and they're all wearing this little heart pin with a flag on it with the um the gay colors. So there's that. How wonderful. How wonderful that we get to see that. So sorry that I had to put you through that. That was truly horrifying. Hated it. Oh, gosh. <clears throat> so, yeah. This is this this is what is happening today. Uh, I showed you that because recently this don't say gay stuff has been popping up everywhere. And honestly, when I first covered this in a episode a little while back... I did not think that this would be as uh, drawn out as it has been, but of course, never underestimate the left's uh, ability to absolutely throw a tantrum. So here we are, and uh, they're they're having these giant meetings with uh, everyone unmasked, and they're all they're all outside, and they're all they're all clumping together. Oh my gosh! If we showed this uh, video to Dr. Fauci, um, he would. Clutch, he would clutch his chest, fall over, and die because there's so many people out together. But, uh, of course, that was all fake, and the left doesn't actually care about those protocols. They only care about it when they're controlling you. So, yeah, it's fun. There's all these organized little marches. There's a school called Das Elementary who had a uh, gay week or something like that. This is in Texas. Austin, though. Uh, Austin's the more blue city out of the red state, but still, I mean, it's crazy. You've got this whole gay marching in an elementary school, and you can see people uh, in the video, if you go to Libs of TikTok on Twitter, you can see there are people that are not even doing this. They're, like, just so half-hearted, and they're they're being forced to, of course, because I don't think that they would be, um, I guess, they, they would be probably excommunicated from the uh, cult of the LGBT stuff. But no, they, they would be socially uh, humiliated. And uh, no one in school wants that. That's literally what you avoid in high school. So, I... This whole gay stuff is literally a religion. This point was brought up by uh, Ben Shapiro a while back. That this is all a religion. This is the same as the masks and COVID and how we worship all these things. There was a point where uh, Pete Buttigieg was getting a classroom of students to pledge allegiance to the gay flag. 
It's horrifying, truly. Uh, I've never seen anyone pledge allegiance to a flag in the United States that was not the United States flag or a state of the United States. Like, that just, that does not seem right. <laughs> it's, it's like worshipping, it's, it's a cult. That's basically what it is. And it's, it's basically a religion. I mean, really, a religion is composed of leading figures and a following and, uh, key concepts. The, uh, al the alphabet group has all those things. <laughs> They have a large following, at least the left would like you to believe so, and they, uh, well, they have a lot of concepts that they believe, like uh, men can be women and women can be men, which they cannot be. Uh, men are men and women are women, not the other way around or between or other way weird stuff. They want, they want to twist you in all these little pretzels because it's such a confusing thing, it's such a confusing kind of topic that when they twist you all around in circles here, they can take that and take your confusion and completely destroy your point if you're not careful. But th this is all simply defeated. A man is a man and a woman is a woman. That is defined by physical features such as the ability to have children and the ability to impregnate women. That Those are all abilities of two separate sexes and genders. There is not multiple genders. Uh, there is a photo that said gender, genders down here, not up here in your head. It's not a thing that you can decide for yourself. It is something that has already been decided for you and it's part of a identity that you can't really change. It's like me saying, yeah, I decided that I'm blind now. That's actually, I think, I think that's a, that's a sin in the leftist community. I, th I think that is. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, if I said that something about me is different, like, uh, oh, gasp, I want to have really long hands, and suddenly you all have to tell me that, and you have to affirm my belief I have really long hands, but in reality, I could just have really short hands. And so, it's essentially just kind of kowtowing to this belief, this inner idea, this kind of narcissistic ability to think that you are the only person that matters and you are the only thing that matters and everything about you can be changed as long as you are part of our, our part of our group and uh, believe in everything that we believe. It's so, it's such a bizarre thing that they have developed because it's, none of it makes sense. The only thing that makes sense is that they want to confuse you, okay? But if you ever get into an argument with this, then you just need to know that a man is a man and a woman is a woman. Matt Walsh will, uh, Matt Walsh has given the argument to people that have tried to argue with him and uh, try to break down his points, but his points are very hard to break down because, you know, the people that are trying to break it can't describe what a woman is. <laughs> He will literally ask them, what is a woman? And in fact, Katanji Brown Jackson was asked that in the uh, Senate hearings. Uh, we'll get to that later, but she couldn't describe it because uh, sh she's not a biologist apparently. So uh, yeah, so all these people are like, we can't define that. We don't know what it is. It's anyone that identifies as a woman. That No, that's not true, okay? It, <laughs> it is very easy to identify at birth, okay? At birth, you can identify at least two people's genders. 
possibly even three easily and you will get a definitive answer that is true and not based off of what they think okay you can know what a child's uh, gender is even before they are born but even when they are born you don't keep it neutral or you're like oh we gave them a gender neutral name so that when they grow up and they're, they're they know for themselves and they can choose their own gender that no that's not how it works okay that's not none of that makes sense okay when you are born it is not very hard at birth you have a gender and even before then it's not hard using an ultrasound to find out which gender you are. That does not change. That is not a changeable thing of the human body. Okay? And all these people use the excuse that I'm not a biologist or I don't have the right to say that or all these things. And that just doesn't make sense. Okay? It's it's not even a it's not a hard question. It's not a hard answer. Really. It's only hard if by answering it, it defeats every single argument you have in your arsenal. That's the only reason why they can't define it. Okay, moving on. So Disney has actually put out a uh, little little thing here about the uh, supposed don't say gay bill, which is actually called the Parental Rights and Education Bill. This is literally, if you oppose the so-called don't say gay bill, the Parental Rights and Education Bill, if you oppose that, you are literally opposing parental rights. What, what does that say about you? Number one, you're a groomer. Number two, you want to indoctrinate children. And number three, you hate children and parents. <laughs> and guess what? Disney's entire franchise is built off of the fact that it gives its products to its consumers. The consumers are, surprise, surprise, parents and children. Now, the thing is that when they're opposing this, they are literally saying to the parents, we hate you and we love this tiny little group more than we do any of you, even though you are the group that we should be focusing on the most because you are the reason why we still exist. So when they're doing this, they're going to get extreme, they're going to get ahead. Okay, Disney has announced that uh, their new Pixar film, Lightyear, which uh, is kind of the backstory, I guess, of Buzz Lightyear in a more modern animation style. And uh, so they have announced now that one of the characters, uh, well, two of the female characters, will have a lesbian kiss. So I hope this news gets out to everyone. I hope Disney advertises this in the trailer. I hope... I hope everyone knows so that the parents and the people who actually care about their children and care about their children having good entertainment and not woke entertainment stay clear of this and Disney gets the message that, well, <laughs> that did not work. If you go woke, you get broke. Okay? That that should be the slogan. <laughs> Moving on. I mean, Disney... Disney's built their entire thing based off of family-friendly entertainment. And when they start going back on that, that is the one niche that they hold. That is their one monopoly. That they are the biggest brand in family entertainment. And when they double back, and they aren't that anymore, 
then what they do is they lose that entire audience. So right here, this this announcement, I'm going to read it to you. This was apparently uh, organized by the per, by the employee who uh, runs the Twitter account for Disney Plus, the official Twitter account, and uh, I'll read it to you right now. Disney Plus stands by our LGBTQIA plus employees, colleagues, families, storytellers, and fans, and we strongly denounce all legislation that infringes on the basic human rights of people in the LGBTQIA plus community. Let's pause right there. Okay, there's more. I didn't even read half of it yet, but it's already hit into a point where it says that they have the right. Now, the only thing, I did this in the previous episode of this podcast, and I read the bill, okay? The bill does not infringe on any basic human rights, except for the possible right, if they think that they have the right to indoctrinate children to be sexually confused and dysphoric about their gender, if that is a basic right of the LGBTQIA plus community, that they call it, the alphabet group, the alphabet soup group, <clears throat> if, if that is their basic right, and you notice right here, it said basic human rights of people in the community. Only that community. No other community, okay? No one else has that right. Only the alphabet soup group, okay? They're the only ones that can do this, okay? So that just, that basically is saying that any groomers that would like to confuse your children or <laughs> do anything that is just absolutely terrible for your children to have in literally when they are 10... If that is something that all these people, what that the left wants, if this is a right that they call it, then that says a lot about this. Just, just think about that for a moment. It's only for that community. No one else, no other community, except for possibly people who support that community. So that basically opens the door for any pedophile, pervert, or anybody that would like to indoctrinate children, it basically gives them full reign to do what they want. So that's just, that's horrible. Let me finish this little horrid piece of stinking crap. Okay, community. Especially legislation that targets and harms young people and their families. We strive to create a service that reflects the world in which we live, and our hope is to be a source for inclusive, empowering, and authentic stories that unite us in our shared humanity. Uh, I, I thought I could just get through this, and that was the only point I had to make, but of course not. So, they say right here that they strive to create a service that reflects the world in which we live. So... What they're saying here is that they want to they want to create services that represent the LGBTQ community, uh, the alphabet soup community, of course, and the, uh, the black community, the uh, any minor community they will uh, support. But also, if they're talking about Disney as a company, then I guess they are also going to strive to create a service that reflects. Uh, communism 
because they live in uh, they they have their company in Hong Kong, China, which is communistic, and they also uh, filmed Mulan in the province where they were literally uh, enslaving and imprisoning millions of uh, Muslims and religious people that wanted to have the right. So I guess Disney's gonna reflect uh, those values in their services as well. So, uh, you know, I'm excited for the uh, Joseph Stalin uh, backstory origin Pixar movie with a gay kiss between Stalin and Lenin. That should be interesting Disney film. Um, Oh yeah, and uh, Lenin will be black, of course, because you know you have to have representation, not historical accuracy or anything like that. So yeah, it, interesting, interesting. So that's Disney Plus's thing, their Twitter account. You can go there and see it now if you'd like. I don't know why you'd want to, but of course it's there. So yeah. Keeping on topic with the uh, Florida bill, parents, parental rights and education bill, uh, there is a NBC news reporter. Uh, his name is Mark Caputo. He's now started making sense. This is truly exciting. So I'm going to play you this little clip here. Reading of the bill, while legislative intent does matter, what does also matter when you challenge legislation is you first have to look at the four corners of the document and see what it actually says. The bill does not say, don't say gay. It says, don't teach about these issues in general. So, uh, you know, the reality is, is don't say gay is, is technically not an accurate uh, description. And one of the reasons, despite the fact that you were very careful in the way you asked that question of DeSantis, he bit your head off, was that he sees an opportunity here for the news media to not live up to its own standards. You know, we made a big deal during the Trump years, and rightfully so, and critics did, that the news media need to start calling lies lies and be very clear if something was baseless, was without fact, or was supported or not supported by evidence or without evidence. And if something was false, we'd say he falsely stated it. Well, you know, to say this actually says don't say gay is false. So for us to say, oh, it's the don't say gay bill, that would be a similar thing, similar, not exactly the same, of us during Obamacare saying, oh, well, the Obamacare bill is the death panel bill because that's what the opponents call it. Well, it wasn't the death panel bill. And again, when you read the four corners of this document, it doesn't say, don't say gay. He is completely right on all those things, of course, because it says, it does not say, it does not say gay anywhere in there. Nowhere does it say, Thou shalt not say gay, or anything. It doesn't even have gay in the bill. How can you ban the word gay without saying gay? So, yeah. I mean, he, he's starting to see at the double standard. He brought up Trump and how uh, the media was slamming everything he did. And they were always after Trump, and they were always on his tail. And, I mean, this guy has seen that. And he's looking at what is happening now. And he's seeing that the mainstream media is not doing the same thing that it did just a couple years ago. So he's seeing the double standard. Hopefully other people are too. Because this is very evident. I mean, the mainstream media is incredibly biased. And if you bothered watching CNN 10, or just CNN in general then it's all biased. I mean, it's all biased to the left because they are left-wing media. 
So, yeah, this guy's starting to see through it, and uh, hopefully more of the American public does, and maybe something will actually be done about it. Maybe these news channels will actually start losing business. So, yeah, that's really, really enjoyable that he's actually starting to make sense and that uh, he's seeing through this curtain uh, that the left has put up. So, we're going to move on to a uh, recent, very recent subject, is Katanji Brown-Jackson. She has been uh, interviewed a few, uh, few days ago, or uh, depending on when this will come out, uh, she's been interviewed by the Senate, uh, first day. And so, she uh, a lot of things have been brought up. So, uh, Senator Marsh, Marshall, gonna have to get a refresh on the name, but they've provided uh, information about Katanji Brown-Jackson and about the specific cases that Katanji Brown-Jackson has done while she has uh, served as a judge. So, number one is that when there's data, this is this is pure data, this is fact, there's nothing uh, slandering about it that the left, the left has called this slander and it's all, ah, it's calling for the murder of Katanji Brown-Jackson. This is not slander, this is fact. And it's that Katanji Brown-Jackson, when she was faced with a uh, convicted pedophile who was found to have child pornography in their possession, even Democrats <laughs> uh, suggested two years in prison. But Jackson, she thought three months was gonna be enough. So that's, it's bizarre. She also said that she wants to understand what she called a different kind of pedophile or a different group. Uh, one that uses uh, this child pornography, which is, this is a crime. And she is letting people off the hook with such a light sentence that they're just going to go back to doing it. And she has said that she wants to understand a different group, one that uses child pornography as a type of collecting card, like baseball cards. Like, that's, that is so morbid and disgusting that this is the person that is being nominated. And let's be honest, Biden did not nominate her for anything but the color of her skin and the fact that she is a woman. That is the only thing, that is all the criteria that Biden has uh, set for his nominee. Well, actually, also that they will uh, always support left-wing agenda when faced with that kind of decision. But that was the entire criteria. Biden did not care about anything else. And Ketanji Brown-Jackson was the one that he chose. And the thing is, is that she's literally letting off pedophiles off the hook. So what's that going to look like in a uh, Supreme Court, okay? If there is a case that is like what she has faced before, she's going to let it off the hook so light that it will be not even a slap on the wrist for these people, for these convicts. It's, it's horrifying, especially that part where she said that she wants to understand a new group that this new group is different. That that's not true. A pedophile is a pedophile. There is no <laughs> there's no real in between. You either are a pedophile or you're not. This is a really 
bipolar kind of thing. It's not like, you know, it's not in between. There's no gray area. It's yes or no. So apparently she thinks that there's all sorts of uh, kinds of pedophiles. I don't know what is going on with her. She is so bizarre. So uh, Senator Ted Cruz from Texas actually uh, interviewed her. So we're going to watch that. This little clip here. Really interesting. Now, what should this hearing be and what should it not be? Well, you've heard a number of members on the Republican side of the aisle quite clear on what it should not be. This will not be a political circus. This will not be the kind of character smear that sadly our Democratic colleagues have gotten very good at. And it's important to note, you know, a couple of years ago I was doing my weekly podcast and I was on with a noted liberal intellectual who made a comment something to the effect of, well, both sides do this. Both sides smear Supreme Court justices. And I was forced to laugh out loud and say, look, I understand that's a pretty good talking point. It just happens not to be true. It is only one side of the aisle, the Democratic aisle, that went so into the gutter with Judge Robert Bork that they invented a new verb to bork someone. It is only one side of the aisle that with Justice Clarence Thomas was so reprehensible that as the president who nominated him, President George Herbert Walker Bush, wrote at the time, quote, what's happening to Clarence Thomas is just plain horrible. All the groups that tried to beat him up on abortion or affirmative action have now come out of the woodwork. They are trying to destroy a decent man. This is an ugly process and one can see clearly why so many good people elect to stay out of public life. As Justice Thomas observed in that hearing, what happened there was, to use his words, a high-tech lynching. And I would note the chairman who presided over that disgrace was Joe Biden. All right. Yeah, so there's Senator Ted Cruz. He's, uh, he's completely right. You may think of what I just said previously about uh, all the stuff that has come out about uh, Katanji Brown-Jackson uh, against a convicted pedophile cases and that kind of stuff. You may think that that's slander, but it's not. It's fact. That is that is not a call for her murder, for any of the stuff that the left is claiming. It's, in fact, just fact. Like, that... <laughs> that's... It's not very hard. I mean... The Democratic side of the aisle has been slandering every single uh, Republican pick. And honestly, it's not a very bad tactic, but it isn't the best. But it, it is a good tactic when the other side is not doing the same thing. But when uh, there was a Trump nominee, there's a nomination by Trump. The left l quite literally called the nomination. They said that they were a part of a gang, that they uh, they were in a cult, that they committed all sorts of these crimes. And none of these none of these claims were actually uh, held up because they were complete lies, but they were just completely bizarre and just out of this world that it just never made sense. And that's just what the left does with nominees. And so when we're doing when we do uh, nominations when 
the Republican Senate uh, interviews a Democratic nominee, then what happens is it's much more uh, of a play nice and play fair. And honestly, when we're fighting up against a group such as the left that is doing this, they, they're slandering, when they're doing that and we're going up against a group that is doing that, the only way to really fight back is kind of fire with fire. But conservatives don't really do that. Instead, like uh, Ted Cruz said, it's not really a political issue. But it still is, and it should be. But anyways, that's all the news I have for you all today. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your time, and have a wonderful day. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button to the podcast, and don't forget to check us out on YouTube where we will be posting videos and don't forget to get notified every time that we upload a podcast so that you can always be informed about the current news of today. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day.